Hello and welcome to another episode of Know Your Wrestling. We are your hosts, Mark Sylvester and Tony Savian. Hello! <laughs> Hi! And we're here to show long-time fans and non-fans, especially Tony here, why wrestling is so good. So I thought today we'll do another episode on the greatest matches of all time. So Tony, before today's episode, have you heard of any either, the, either one of the wrestlers that we are looking at today? Well, yeah, obviously I knew uh, Steve Austin. He's like he was one of the big ones, I think. When I knew I knew of when I was like younger. Obviously, I wasn't a fan like when I was younger, but all my friends were, I guess. So they spoke about him a lot. So I knew him, and I know of um, what's his name, Brock. <laughs> Bret Hart. Bret Hart, that's it. I nearly said Brock Lesnar, I don't know why. <laughs> that was a good Did you speak about him a second ago? I don't know why. <laughs> Bret Hart, I think I've heard about as well, but only since like we started doing this, to be honest. So, yeah, but that yeah, I didn't know him as well. So. Oh, that's fair enough. Were your friends with Steve Austin, were they wearing his t-shirts doing his mannerisms, or was uh, it just one of those things that, you know... To be honest, I wouldn't really know. I just remember his name, so I remember them talking about him. It was either oh, okay. him or The Rock, or... That's true, man. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and today's match we're looking at is from WrestleMania 13 between Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart. Imagine, for over a decade, you fought to reach the pinnacle of your profession. Through sweat and dedication, you've earned the respect of fans, friends, and even your adversaries. Then, you walk away. When you return six months later, nothing is the same. I've been screwed by Shawn Michaels, the boy toy. I've been screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've been screwed by the World Wrestling Federation. There are no friends. There's kind of a new motto in the World Wrestling Federation. You scratch my back and I'll stab yours. There is no respect. Everybody in that dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Even your fans have changed. At the heart of this change is a man who spits in the face of your every accomplishment. Ever since you came back, you ain't done nothing but cry. He has gained fame by attacking you physically and verbally. Steve Austin absolutely becomes obsessed with Bret Hart. Steve Austin is a rabbit. He's a rabbit animal. This man mocks your legacy. He uses it as a stepping stone. Like a false prophet, he spews forth his rhetoric. Bret Hart on his best day can't lace my boots, and I'm gonna prove that to the world. And I will, I will beat the hell out of Bret, and that's the bottom line. His followers carry placards singing his praise. Injustice after injustice has finally caused you to snap. Whoa! Frustrated into the word for it. This is now, the finger is pointed at you. You're the one who's changed. He snapped, McMahon! He's lost it! Get him out of here, drag him! Oh, he just, he just hit Hall of Famer Pat Patterson, that dirty, rotten son of a... They say your ego is your enemy. What happened to you? There's only one solution. To awaken from this nightmare, you must defeat him. To regain your life and resume your legacy, you must make him beg for mercy as you squeeze the will from his bones. But what if Stone Cold Steve Austin wins? What becomes a Bret the Hitman heart then? So Tony, what did you think about this match? It was a bit crazy, like straight from the get-go. Like it just kind of kicked off straight away, and like they did. I, I was thinking, like for the first five or so minutes, I was like, they know there's a wrestling ring, right? <laughs> there's an actual ring specifically built for what they're doing. They were just in the crowd for like ages, and yeah, it was a crazy match. It kind of kept going from crazy to crazy <laughs> i just love the intensity of the match because you know that these two people hate each other so yeah just on the off 
it's just Austin just attacks Bret Hart and starts punching him in the face. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I just like I just like that match because it's intense and just a good match in general, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, were there any particular spots and moments that stood out for you at all in the match? It was, there was a few. Like, the well, first of all, like, they were in the crowd and I was just surprised that none of the, like, children or <laughs> women got hit. Wouldn't anybody figure the children? <laughs> they, like, I'm surprised they all got hit, but... You never know. Maybe they did, and they just didn't show it. And it's one of those things because they're so, in a sense, professional when they yeah, know what they're doing yeah, that they, they would never do a move in such a way that anyone would get oh, hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. If the worst comes to the worst, they might be landed on. For example, they're not going to like pick the other guy up and like fling. No. <laughs> no, I mean they might do a move like a yeah. in other matches they've had like a splash done somewhere and the, and their bump that they've fallen back has even gone into oh, a fan's yeah, lap. Yeah, but do that. that's the yeah. only thing they would ever do. Yeah, yeah. Unless you hit the wrestler first and then yeah, there's always going to be a stupid fan in there. Yeah, there's been some fans going inside the ring and then the rest is like kick like kick themselves hard to get him out of the ring I was just like what the fuck are you doing yeah, what are there the was hell? one time where Eddie Guerrero was wrestling against Rob Van Dam and a fan pushed off Eddie Guerrero from the ladder and obviously because it was a fan yeah. the other rest uh, it's a lot more dangerous because you know yeah. so then basically Eddie Guerrero was so pissed off he just started kicking the shit out of the fan and yeah. they chucked him out when you go into the ring which is like in a sense a no-go zone it's like well, it's, it's different where they go in the crowd even though it's still a no-go zone, it's, you know, kind of thing it's too. It's a performance, isn't it? It's, it's like a thing you're watching. It's like anything you go to watch. You're not going to go, like, invade, like, any stage. Like, not anything all, you watch, it would be stupid. But there's always some idiot, so... Yeah, man. It, it's, a it's the same kind of thing as, like, when, um, say, someone crowd surfs. Like, if you're at a concert. Like, I mean, there's going to be the old person who's touching odd who knows where. But, like, you're not going to, like, harass the person. You're going to just do the thing and then let them yeah, get back course, on stage man. it's a, like part of the performance so yeah, yeah I don't know people are stupid but uh, other than that I can't remember any other bits that, um, no the bit where like they just like flew through the um, table like kind of chucked Stone Cold Steve Austin threw it like just I, I'm always surprised they do that they just destroy all their equipment or whatever yeah of <laughs> course like, yeah. like, that's like one of the main big spots in wrestling is is breaking the announce tables. <laughs> that always happens. It does. <laughs> Why don't they move the tables somewhere there, else? There's a really funny meme that Botchamania did where um, if a table doesn't break, it's they do the song by James Hetfield called I Am The Table because obviously <laughs> in some promotions the table yeah. doesn't break and it's just quite funny. Fair if you get a chance to watch it, watch Botchamania. It's very, very good. <laughs> yeah, and... Other than that, I don't know any bits you could think of. Like, uh, I just like love just the intensity of the match in general. A lot, yeah. Some of the big spots I liked is the bit where Bret Hart has Steve Austin in the sharpshooter, and because obviously I've been a fan my whole life, and just the shot of Steve Austin's face and the blood pouring down just to show how yeah, much pain yeah. he's in, but also the fight of him oh, as well yeah. was really good. Yeah. Just the um, amazing shots with the, with the chair was quite cool, and also yeah. just the fight in the crowd as well was quite because it yeah. just shows their intensity that because how much they hate each other, they will go anywhere across the arena, even though they have to beat each other in the ring in a sense, in a sense to win it. They were like, nah, fuck it, we're going to fucking, yeah. you know, beat each other up because we want to win the match. There was a bit where I remember where, um, who was it? Yeah, it was, um, Steve Austin had him and, like, was, like, pushing his neck, like, side, and the commentator was just, like, snap his neck. <laughs> He's like, snap his neck, I want to hear it break. I was like, okay, jeez, yes, calm down. Yes, uh, <laughs> Jerry Lauder was a heel who had a massive rivalry of Bret Hart, because uh, at okay. the time, Bret Hart was the biggest face in the company for, he was for years and years, yeah. and then Steve Austin was, like, one of the biggest heels. So oh, yeah. it was kind of like that sort of dynamic as well. Yeah. And also, Tony, actually, this is a question I was going to ask you. How did you find the double turn? Double turn? 
Yeah. What's that? <laughs> in wrestling terms, is is when obviously a turn is when they change from a good guy to a bad oh, okay. guy. How do you find the double turn where Bret Hart became a bad guy and Austin became a good guy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, to be honest, I didn't really know before like what was going on. I guess so. That kind of I wasn't sure, but like. Are you talking about like at the end where he like yeah where you had uh, Bret Hart being booed and you had Austin yeah. being cheered yeah yeah so like well he deserved to be booed I guess because at the end he like he'd won right and then he just started kicking him again and then the ref like took him out <laughs> like chucked him oh, yeah. I thought that was quite cool what do you think about Ken Shamrock as the referee like obviously well, a s- man who's <laughs> known for being in the UFC was in the first ones was a UFC champion and that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, do they do that often, like, as guest referees? Or? Uh, only in certain matches, but because it was the, like a su- submission match, they wanted, obviously, to have him because he's obviously known for being a submission specialist with the okay. UFC and a lot of known for having, like, submission yeah, yeah. jiu-jitsu and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Well, I-, I said to you, first of all, I was like, is that shirt painted on? <laughs> he had the most ridiculous shirt on. It was, like, so small and tight. It was just, like, it looked like it was painted on. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he'd done what was necessary when the guy st- stood out of line. He chucked him around, so... Yeah. I really like the bit where he was saying to Steve Austin, it's like, if you don't, like, speak to me, I will stop the fight. Yeah. And then he was just like... I love the fact how he says the word fight because it's, like, more shoot and it's kind of making yeah. it seem more real because they want to make it seem like... And also, as well, like, how did he find the moves that Bret Hart did, just how beautiful they looked and how literally... He's so good oh, yeah. at making everything that he does look real. Yeah, yeah, there was moments where, like, I was like, that looked really painful. Like, I think it was part where he got chucked into the corner and it just, like, sounded so painful. And, like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be chucked around like that, so... <laughs> yeah, he does make it look good, so... And that, that's that's cool, I think. Had Steve Austin with the whole intense brawler kind of style yeah, as well, yeah. so you have the different dynamics of like how did you find out the dynamic of style? Like obviously you've seen other styles where it's usually been two wrestlers or six or how many we've seen quite similar, but how did you find the way that both wrestlers had different styles? Like obviously Austin was more brawler, yeah, kind of technical because he was becoming obviously these characters more of a brawler, where Bret Hart was also known for being a technical excellence of execution, which yeah. one of his nickname was given and sort yeah. of stuff. How did you find that? Yeah, I thought it was really cool, like seeing the different like because it kept going between and doing their things and yeah it it was quite cool i liked it and yeah some of the like holds brett was doing like yeah he was holding him for a long while <laughs> it looked quite painful and stuff so yeah and the, the bit that sorry i remembered a bit that um the friggin steve austin like got some cables so i just <laughs> strangling him with cables <laughs> and then brett like smacked him with the bell so yeah it was crazy there's just like bits like that it was just kind of there's a lot of moments in that match that were like yeah like memorable i guess so. yeah i mean can you see it's why it's voted as one of the best matches of all time oh because yeah it was given yeah. by dave Meltzer, like a 4.5 out of 5 and that sort of thing as well okay yeah yeah i can see why yeah definitely like like i said there's all those moments that you're just kind of like, there's even a bit where um brett was like pulling like his legs between the pole and like that just sounds painful talking about it so oh yeah he yeah. he added that uh, that great move to figure four let lock on the uh, ring post that was yeah. just oh, such a good move yeah i mean like how did you find it obviously being a 20 year old match can you believe that was it's 20 years old yeah that was, they did that in 1997 i was seven years old damn i was nine because i would have been 10 later on in the year 
Yeah, I would have been Jesus. eight later on in the year. Yeah, so that's a long time ago. Yeah, that's crazy. And th- that seems crazy that 1997 is 20 years ago. It does. It that's does, bad. It? That feels like 1997 is five years ago to it me. It does, doesn't it, man? I just Jeez. love the like the way that even though the match that was then, it's still yeah. remembered and still well known yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And like, that was the match that literally put Austin on Austin on the map. Like that was the match that people realised how good Austin oh, was, okay. and obviously fans liked him and stuff. Like, what would you give that match an out of five? I'd probably give it a four point five as well like yeah that that yeah it was very good like it was crazy over the top which i like there was blood there was in the crowd moments it was yeah that's the stuff i like i, I think it's kind of cool so uh, i yeah. pretty much seconded everything that you said yeah because i just i also love the fact as well it was like of uh, also had the greatness of being the first time it was there was a double turn and it was just a good match in general i thought yeah, yeah. it was and it's one of those matches that i would show people who'd never seen wrestling before that match because it it just I just think in general, like, you have, obviously, at the beginning, you have who the good guy and who the bad guy is, but then at the end, with the double turn, and then, like, watching the match, like, actually, a question's going to ask you, obviously, did, uh, out of five, like, is it one of those matches that, did you start to like Austin uh, as the match progressed, or was it, or or did you like Bret Hart more, or, like, because, obviously, the the way the match wanted to do it is have the fans yeah. like Austin, because, obviously, at the time, Austin was becoming more popular and stuff, and that was, okay, like, with a good double yeah. turn, like, was it a match that you kind of sided like Austin more as well? Like obviously for me, to be honest, I've always like Austin. Yeah, to be honest, because I uh, I knew him more, I probably liked him more to begin with anyway. So uh, yeah, I, I I liked him pretty much all the way through, I guess. So it's not that I didn't like Bret Hart, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, the, the turning like it didn't like affect what I thought, I guess. I mean, it did a bit more. It made me hate Bret a bit more, I guess, at the end because I was like, "What are you doing, you dick? You're anyone." <laughs> Give it over. So yeah, I, I, to be honest, it didn't change what I thought of Steve Austin. I guess so. mostly because I probably didn't know him as much. I only knew of him. I guess so. I mean, yeah. we'd like to see any more of his matches because obviously he's known for being. If they're as crazy one as that, or the biggest star in the world. If they're as crazy as that, then yeah, I'd like to. But nah. yeah, yeah, he has some. Austin has some very good matches, yeah. and there's another really good match I want to show you. It's between Kurt Angle and um, Shane McMahon, which is a another kind of match. Okay. But it's like it's more of a hardcore sort of street yeah. fight, and there are some awesome moments in that match that I reckon you'll enjoy. So, okay, yeah, it's a good match. Cool. So then, Tony, before we go, my friends, any final thoughts at all about the match? Um, none that I can think of. It would would have been improved if he did snap his neck or he did like <laughs> strangle him to death. But <laughs> I think that's a bit far, I guess. So you know, still no baseball bats or jetpacks, but it's getting crazy. So I like the crazy. Yeah. That's a shame, actually, with a baseball bat because there are a lot of matches jet with packs? baseball bats. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there might be in the view. There might be some. Yeah, yeah. There probably would. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like one in like some Japanese promotion. <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Some Japanese game show like Grandma on a jetpack versus sumo wrestler or something. So that's been a wrestling guys. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And also, don't forget to also look out for my and Tony's. Uh, do you want to say it about our How Do Game channel? We do Let's Plays on How Do Game. Uh, it's a channel where we play games. <laughs> That's basically it. And we turn it up to 11 and be stupid. Well, yeah, we do. That's we it. be very, very stupid. Like we are today as well. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. We're, yeah. Always, we're always stupid together. It's me. I bring out the stupid in people because I'm a big dumb. <laughs> Any other things you want to plug in, Tony? Um, I guess Loser Quest show, although I haven't update, uploaded anything in a long time, but that's my main channel and I do game reviews and stuff, so maybe I'll upload soon. Who knows? <laughs> and also there's another Let's Play channel called Lo- uh, Continuous Adventures of Loser Quest. 
quest. Yeah, Calc, continue, the continuing adventures of Loser Quest, where it's just me doing Let's Plays on my own. So, yeah, I'd say check that out as well. It's me being stupid on my own, talking to myself like an idiot. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have, I'm have. i a greedy person. We have been a wrestling guys. Take care and always remember. Break their damn neck next time. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him. And that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. What? 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 You sound like Professor Farnsworth. <laughs> I know. I, I can't. I, was, I can't do a really good Steve Austin impression. Can you, can you do a Steve Austin impression? No, I wouldn't be able to. I'm no good at impressions. <laughs> Austin oh, 316.